0: Numbers don't lie. According to the Kaufman Institute, only 6% of entrepreneurs will achieve six-figure success. Less than 2% will achieve over seven-figure business success. And more than 50% of entrepreneurs will never earn more than $25,000. And I don't need to tell you that that is not even a living wage. You aren't even hitting the poverty line lit. So why is it that these numbers are so atrocious? It's not because of lack of purpose or passion. It's not for lack of ability or intelligence. It is these seven mistakes that I see women entrepreneurs make every single day. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision and I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. My name is Sheila Cummins. I'm the CEO and founder of The Road to Seven. We support women entrepreneurs with financing, coaching, and training, so that they can find the money and time freedom as they're building a fulfilling business on the road to and beyond seven figures. And today I'm going to be talking about the seven deadly sins that I see women committing every single day. And it's stopping women just like you from achieving what is possible. So what's the first one? The first one is that you are not being authentic and you're not in alignment with who you are. You've watched someone achieve a certain level of success and you're copying them. You're following this blueprint that some random person said was the only way for you to succeed in business and you're not taking the time to make it yours. You are an authentic person who brings tremendous style, strength, and skill to your business. There is absolutely some universal truth when it comes to business foundations, business models, business you know, pricing, all of that. But your job is to take that and make it yours so that you can be your version of you, not a copycat to someone else. The second deadly sin that I see happening all the time is women are underpricing their service. They are not thinking about the cost of running their company. They're only focused on pricing based on the minimum. Here's what I wanna make at the end of the day. If you're building a group program and you're not pricing it at over $300 an hour, then you are not pricing it to be able to bring in extra help. If you want to pay yourself $100 an hour for bringing your smarts to the table in this group, then you've got to be building the price based on $300 because that other $200 is going to go into running your company. It's going to go to your taxes. It's going to go to your operating costs. It's going to go to your salary. We want a little bit left in your profit bucket. And we want to pay you what you want. Stop underpricing because you think it's going to make it easier for people to buy from you. The right people will buy from you because they know you're the right person to solve the right problem for them, and people will find the money. It's possible you're selling to the wrong niche. It's possible you're selling to people that are in a state of despair because you want to help. You can help them in a way That's not going to cost you time, energy, or money. We want the money to come from a niche that is able and willing to pay to solve the problem. So let's stop underpricing. Deadly sin number three that I see happening every single day. That's stopping people from getting to that six and seven figure revenue mark that they want and need to be able to support the lifestyle that they desire is they're playing small. They are resisting making those moves that are going to have the most amount of impact. The more you're resisting, the more what you want is most likely sitting on the other end. So where are you playing small? Where are you dismissing something before you even try? What are you avoiding or procrastinating or choosing to put in a level of perfection before you put out in the world? That means you're playing small. Another way of looking at it is you're denying someone the ability to get the transformation that you provide because you're not really ready to give it. You don't have everything in alignment yet. You don't have this certification. You don't have that course done. This website doesn't look great. Therefore, you sit back and don't do what it is that you know is needed in our world. Stop playing small. Step out. Play big. It's okay if everything doesn't work out. You can handle it when things get rocky. But if you're not playing full out, you're not gonna get the full out results that you're looking for. Deadly sin number four that I see standing in the way of women entrepreneurs getting what it is that they truly desire and want with their business is they are so focused in on the minutia of running their company that they have lost the ability to play in their genius. You choosing not to hire You choosing not to pay yourself what you need in order to survive. You focusing in on the tiny little details like the color that the text is going to be on a sales page or which image is going to flow better with this. And what does this have to look like? You are lost sight of the big picture. When you talk about the quick wins and results that you get for the people you serve and you help them see what's possible... It doesn't matter what color the text is on your sales page. You are using that to play small. When you're focused on the minutia, the tiny little pieces that it takes to running your company and you lose track of that big vision, then you start making moves that are going to get small results. I ran a company for six years without a single sales page. I had well over six figures in revenue and I didn't have a sales page to show for it. Why? Because I know I'm in the people business, I know that my connection with people is way more important than a sales page. And so I focused in on creating connections and conversations with those who needed me. If I stood and hid behind what color the text was on my sales page, or the fact that maybe the library that I had wasn't beautifully coordinated, I wouldn't be where I am today my focus is very simple. I help women find time and financial freedom through building a fulfilling business. I've got to focus there and let other people focus in on the minutiae. Deadly sin number five that I see women entrepreneurs committing every day is they let fear dictate their decisions. It's possible that they're afraid of failing. I see that when it comes to people launching a new program or putting out an offer or making an ask of people. They're so afraid of it failing, and not so much that it's going to fail, but on on how it's going to feel for them if it doesn't work. Well, I don't want to put out an offer and then have nobody buy. I don't want to do a launch and then not run the program. I don't want to try this new thing and then get no results. Well, why not? Because what? You think you're going to be a failure because your launch didn't work? Oh my word. I think I've had 80% failures and launches and 20% success. And that 20% success has been phenomenal. But every single failed launch has helped me shift a little bit, figure out what wasn't working, make tweaks, make it stronger, make it better. Was it the delivery? Was it the positioning? Was it the offer itself? Did I have the wrong audience? Did I not connect in the right way? Did I hit the wrong pain point? That is the only way that we're going to understand and be able to grow and evolve our companies to the level that you want it to be, is to try things. Some things will work beautifully. And friends, some things are going to fail. If something fails, it has no bearing on you as a person. You are still the same great person. You are still loved and appreciated and believed in by many. It just means that there's a marketing or a sales system that didn't quite work the way that you wanted. Your worthiness is not tied to the result of your company at all, and you've got to separate the two. Some of you are afraid of success, afraid of this machine that you're building actually working because you've created this image or story about what success looks like from you. Maybe you're afraid that if you get way more clients in, you're going to be working 24-7 or you're going to be sacrificing all the family family time that you had wanted when you created this business. Maybe you think that success isn't going to necessarily gen- going to generate more money. But then what if we challenge that and say, well, what if? What if that success is going to get you closer to the time freedom that you're wanting? What if you were to choose to believe that you can build a business model that's going to serve you and the people whom you serve? What if you believed that working however many hours a week you want to work was possible by having the right people, the right processes, And the right pricing model in place, and you could still get paid what you wanted. What would you be doing differently today if that were the case? Deadly sin number six that I see people dealing with every single day is that they don't trust. I'm not asking you to blindly trust the universe and wave your magic wand and manifest whatever it is that you want. That's not what I'm asking you to do. We need a deep-rooted trust in ourselves that no matter what happens, we can deal with it. We need to trust that even if everything goes south and that worst-case scenario that you've painted in your mind happens, you will be okay. You might be hurt. You might be a bit bruised. You might have to dust off your ego but you will still be okay. When we can remove our worthiness from the results in our business and we trust that we are worthy and capable no matter what our company is doing, I'm curious what action you would take today that you're not doing. And I'm curious what you would stop doing that you are currently doing that's standing in your way. If you don't trust yourself, nobody else will if you don't trust that you are the right person to offer the right program to the right person and get them the results that they've desired and that you've promised, then there is a lack of alignment and integrity there. If you don't trust you, how the heck is anybody else going to trust themselves? And the seventh deadliest that I see happening is that people don't keep going. They don't follow the dream. When the going gets tough, they bold. When things don't go smooth, they shut down. When an offer goes out that doesn't sell, they throw it out the window. Follow your dream. Your business success is dependent on a series of small, consistent actions when you stop taking those actions before you've achieved the results that you want, then you are letting yourself down. It's very possible you're serving the wrong niche right now. Very possible you've got the wrong business model in place right now. Very possible your marketing messaging is falling flat. Very possible you need to be making a strategic hire and you're not. It's very possible the only way for you to grow is to increase your prices. Those are all very strong possibilities. But if you walk away now before you've tried everything and turned over every single stone, then you're walking away from possibly the success that's sitting around the next corner. There is a time to walk away. There is a time to give up. There is a time to say, you know what? This isn't serving me anymore. But if that passion is there and that sense of purpose for what your business is all about is still brewing and still firing and still calling you, then we have to tap into our grit and our resourcefulness and figure out a way to make it happen. There is always a way. That's one of the core values we have here at The Road to Seven. There's always a way. The path might not be crystal clear, laden with a red carpet. We might need to jump around a little bit in order to find the path through. But if your purpose and passion is in alignment, and you know that this is your path, we will figure out the right path to get you there. And so, the seven deadly sins— not being authentic and being you and building a company that's not in alignment with you, your values, your vision, your style, your skills, your strengths, underpricing your programs and your offers and your products so that you can't run a viable business. Playing small, focusing on the minutiae of your business instead of focusing in on the bigger picturing letter. Others focus on the minutiae. Allowing yourself to be controlled by a fear of failure or a fear of success. Allowing fear to integrate into this next step of your journey. Not fully trusting yourself. Not fully trusting that you can handle what's coming. And the seventh is not following your dream. Not believing that it's possible for you. Those are the seven deadly sins that are keeping the statistics so low. More than 50% of entrepreneurs are not earning more than $25,000 a year. That is below the poverty line in most companies. If that's what you want for yourself, keep going. Wouldn't it be amazing, though, if we had more than 6% of women entrepreneurs exceeding six figures so that they can pay themselves a six-figure salary? What would happen to our world if we put more money in the hands of women entrepreneurs and had more women achieve over seven figures? What if we elevated the lowest amount that, that women entrepreneurs earn through their company to well above the poverty line. Think about the impact on our economy and on the society, and you play a vital role in that. Don't fall to these seven deadly sins, friends. And if you want to talk about anything, I am literally at the end of your DMs. I'm at the end of the comments. I'm at the end of a text. I'm at the end of my email. I am here, and I want to talk to you because we are on a mission to change these statistics. It's the year 2023 and they are not okay anymore. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven.